Hey, mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasilo. Sitting next to me, the other half of the show, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Let me point this out for the listeners. Very interesting fashion choice you've made today. Uh, you're in some little blue shorts. Yes. Um, and from where I'm sitting... Uh, getting a bit of sweet upskirt action uh, from here. Yeah. Man, I, to... I can pull these off. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty tanned. I can I can do this. You know what? I was so keen to wear, wear these today. I washed them. They're still wet. So you were that keen to wear shorts and yeah. look like a little child on his way yes. home from school yes. with your socks pulled up all the way. Yeah, yeah, white socks. Don't don't miss out on the details. I'm... And you've gone an interesting combo that I'm always fascinated by. You've gone the shorts and the hoodie, which yeah. to me is sort of you're having a bet both ways. I am. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'm winning a place today. I can't lose. Yeah. I can't lose today. Yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I, I'll i say this. Uh, and you, I think you saw this on Twitter, but someone said yesterday on Twitter to me that I look like Robert, Robert Pattinson from the Twilight movies. Robert Pattinson after 10 years of hangovers. <laughs> that's, what, that's what someone said to me on Twitter yesterday. And I think they were meaning it in a nice way. I don't know. I couldn't yeah. really tell from the vibe. And then I was in an, in the office and I read that and went, that's quite a ridiculous way of describing someone. And I was a bit indignant and I said out loud to everyone, hey, this is what just happened. Someone just said I look like Robert Pattinson after 10 years of hangovers. And as one, everyone went, yeah, I can see that. Oh, isn't that yeah. the worst? Yeah. yeah. You think everyone's going to go, what's that guy on about? Yeah. And everyone it's just like, agrees. Hey, we all know me. Let's be on my side against some fuckhead on the internet. They're like, who's, the, who's that guy? Because he's on the money. Yeah, yeah. No, he's all right. Well, two things about that. For one, Robert Pattinson is... He, did they mean his character in Twilight? or Because, I, I mean, his know. character in Twilight is a vampire. So 10 years <laughs> of a hangover comparatively to his eternal life right. is not that long. 10 yeah. years is like a pretty small fraction of it. Yeah. And the other thing being, I reckon you could say that like that anyone shithouse looks like Robin Patterson. As, if we're right. talking about him as the actor, yeah. 10 years of hangover. You could say that about anyone. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you, you could look like Britney Spears after 10 years of hangover. Yeah, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, but the thing is, I sort of thought, you know what? I've probably had ten years of hangovers. I didn't look like Robert Pattinson ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the comparison would have been back then. Yeah, you missed it. You were living the twilight of your years, yeah. and you didn't even know it. Yeah, I didn't even get the. I get all the bad parts of being Robert Pattinson without any of the good parts. <laughs> you didn't even get to pick up any of those hot schoolgirls. Yeah, is that a thing from that movie? I don't, uh, know. I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah, no. I don't know. It's embarrassing. Uh, today on the program, uh, two returning guests. First of all, uh, you know him from Lime Champions. Please welcome back into Little Dum Dum Club, Josh Earl. Yeah. Hey. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back. It's nice. I'm, I'm in the sweet spot where I see you right up the upskirt of Man, Carl. you are. Yeah. You are in the danger zone. But also, I have a mirror in front of me as well, so I'm actually just looking at myself <laughs> yeah. while we record this. <laughs> and you're getting pretty much the same view, mate. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Uh, also, returning to the program after a very, very long absence, uh, you know him from Triple J and from Good Game and Spicks and Specs. Please welcome back in Little Dum Dum Club, Dave Callan. Um, hey, I don't want to say there's a hierarchy here, but Tommy's the only one with headphones. Mm. Uh, so. Yeah. But I'm the one flashing my balls at everyone, apparently, so that <laughs> yeah. shows some confidence. That's oh, top of the feature. Jack. I like Jack. I yeah, Time Dog. Jack. We've talked about Time Time um, Dog normally comes over at the end of the podcast, yeah. so I guess he's we maybe the, have to wrap it up. He's got the five-minute light. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, uh, 
Why? The last time I did this, we weren't in a like some sort of residential area. No, we. You did it. Uh, you did this show for the first time and last time back in the the very olden days when we recorded in a community community radio station. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It was like uh, near the library, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Which we were then yeah. elevated out of, and we recorded in a real radio station, yeah. and then we were kicked out of there, and now we're back to lower than we were to begin with. Yeah. Just in no, I still house. think your house is better than that community radio <laughs> station. To be honest, smells slightly less. Of BO, yeah, I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. It's easier to get booked into slightly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's less shows about full full on penetration straight mm. afterwards. Oh, and hundred percent more dog. Yeah. Which is there a story behind that you had to do you had to endure a show about full on penetration? There was community. a sec there was a sex show on after yeah, us. There was a sex show on uh, at the same time or after us oh. as we'd go in, it was just How does this radio sex show work? Because <laughs> um, you can't see the balls. Yeah. You can you can talk about sex without anything going into anything. They would they would talk <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, I know you've seen a lot of instructional movies where that isn't the case, but yeah, from Amsterdam yeah. <laughs> and Bangkok, Amsterdam and Bangkok—they're European and Asian sexy places. Have yeah. you actually been to Bangkok and seen sex? No, I haven't been to Bangkok, but I went to Amsterdam. Yeah, I went to Amsterdam and I walked about. And there was canals. I was going, oh, these are lovely canals. Look at these. Ooh. Uh, and then there's a window full of ladies all of a sudden in front of the canal. And um, I, I found the whole thing a bit uh, a bit weird. But obviously, you know, as an observer, we observe and we kind of report back. And so our, our natural mindset is to investigate things. And so I'm walking around and... You I investigated these ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you did some canal investigating. Yeah. You can't yeah, you spell canal without anal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is that the title of your next show? <laughs> yeah, how did you know? I've just registered that. Did you, did you, did you investigate? Um, I, yeah, I find the whole thing very um, kind of a bit... Um, the combination of kind of sad and um, somewhat darkly comical as well. I mm. mean, it was... Um, it was just ridiculous. It was all these kind of windows all lit quite red and all these women kind of being sultry and posing and so forth. But then the horrible thing is there were these real, kind of the equivalent of, I guess, the Aussie Bogan, these real kind of soccer hooligan men from England. And they're walking around and they're doing this weird thing where they're identifying all of the flaws of each woman. And I kind of followed them for a bit and they're going, oh, that woman's got such and such bad this or that or the other. And then they'd move on and go, oh, she's got bad. And I'm like... That is a really weird thing psychologically to to identify each woman's perceived flaw from his perspective and then identify it to his mates and they all <laughs> laugh. And like that, that is a horrible thing to do. Uh, they're already in a horrible situation. Very I, I bloody, it, very bloody Aussie though, isn't it? Yeah. Hey? Did you bring a tear to your eye? Did you get a bit homesick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I do find that weird when people do that, like with celebrities and whatever, because I... I for some reason, I always remember this thing when I lived in a, my very first share house, and I lived there with this guy who was mental. There was something actually wrong with him. He had some sort of accident at some stage. And How do these people get into these share houses? Like, do do they are they the first person who's there, and then everyone else comes in, or do they just manage to get through the interview process somehow? Well, you know what this was was as soon as I moved out of home, I moved. I went to TAFE Clang, 
uh, in Ballarat, <laughs> clang again, and uh, we were forced into this house put on by the TAFE, and so there was just these six disparate idiot, 17-year-old idiots from Horsham, Ararat, Maryborough, whatever. I smell uh, a sitcom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, no, that was, it was such an interesting way. Like, I mean, your first share house, you, I mean, you learn a lot of stuff from oh, your yeah. first share house, I think. You've never had a share house, have you? Oh, the most people I've lived, the most people I've lived within a house is four. So I've never lived in a big. No, I've never but lived in like a. You've big, always big. lived with your girlfriend. No, I lived no. with my cousin, and then I lived with a, a couple okay. who I didn't know, who were friends with her after she moved out. Yeah. So that's the closest I've come to living with people that I just well, didn't really know at well, all. Yeah. I learned a lot through that first share house because it was like. Um, like I said, there was this mental guy, and I just remember him watching TV once, and Rachel Hunter being on TV, New Zealand supermodel, and uh, and she, and him going, oh, oh no, nah, not her. She's her nose is a bit big, and this guy looked like he'd had some full-on car accident in the face, <laughs> and he's going, nah, nah, Cindy Crawford for me, not oh, Rachel Hunter. No, thank that you. Is my and I'm favorite. like, I'm like, excuse me, I don't think that's the choice you have to make. That's my Sorry. favorite. People rating the supermodels. That's yeah. the best. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, yeah. And this is the same guy that um, passed out one night at the front of my room and, like, just got home so drunk he couldn't unlock because everyone had locks on their doors. He couldn't figure out how to use the key. So he fell asleep out the front of my room. <laughs> then someone got out at, like, five in the morning to go for uh, go to the toilet and stepped in a massive patch of urine that he, oh. just, he just pissed himself. <laughs> And then woken up in the morning, realised he'd pissed all through the corridor and then gone, I'm not going to leave this one down and just took off for a month. Really? And left the piss there, took off and then just didn't come back for a month. Wow. Yeah. I reckon what's weirder is the way that you pronounced urine. You said urine. Oh, okay. Very dainty of you. Yeah, yeah no, no, pissing on the floor is fine by you apparently, but it's just the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the, 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 the pronunciation Yeah, is the using weird the Queen's English for that, <laughs> to describe that puddle of piss. The royal, the, the royal urine. When yeah. Carl releases his urine, he has his little pinky finger yeah, out yeah. as he holds his penis and, as well. And it's like, blue, just yeah. like the blood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad, what were you about to say? A guy did urine and disappeared for a month, and you're worried about his pronunciation of the word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, that makes sense, but the pronunciation yeah. really bothered me. Yeah, and I also learned a lot about sex in that share house because... Um, you the, had some. No, no, I wish. That would have been sweet. <laughs> I was in... Because I just kept going to bars and saying, excuse me, I'm from Ballarat TAFE, and that wasn't working, so... <laughs> May I have a, a sex, please? A, one sex, please. <laughs> I'm from Ballarat TAFE, and there's piss in my hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Want to come back to my place for a swim? <laughs> <laughs> Um, for a tour of fluids? Uh, yeah, for a swim in what? Urine. <laughs> oh, what, man, why are you pronouncing it that way? That's disgusting. Um, no, there was... Uh, I remember staying there one time and um, and, he, and and it was that thing where people didn't know I was home and there was this guy there um, and he brought a girl home and I'm sitting there watching TV and I could hear the sex start to begin and then it was happening like... Like we're sitting here, say, the other side of this wall, they were rooting... Like only a couple of feet away, not knowing I'm sitting there watching TV right not here. Pass you by on the way in. No, oh. no. So um, they climb in through the window. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think there was a, there was a door on one end and a door on the other end, so they came in the back way. If you know what I mean. And um, I they, do. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's all happening, and I'm sitting there watching TV, and um, the guy was going, "Ah, oh, she's a strong one." <laughs> How do you say that to someone you've yeah. just met? That's a weird... Yeah. This is in the middle of sex. He's saying that. 
Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she's a strong one. Maybe they had the TV on in the corner and they were watching like a female bodybuilding competition. No, no, no. no. Commentating that while the TV. Don't worry. I had the TV on. Were you watching a female bodybuilding competition? (laughs) It was quick. I was quickly escalating the volume on that TV, going quite up and then going and just. (laughs) Ahem. Maybe she'd made him a cup of tea. Oh, she's a strong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's an awkward code, isn't it, in a share house? Like the thing of, like, if you're not sure, like, how soundproof the rooms are. And it's that thing where, like, if you hear a housemate, can you, like, you feel like you almost should let them know that you've been able to hear them just so they know what the volume threshold is in the room. Yeah. yeah. But also, it's then very weird to just appear in the kitchen the next morning and go... I heard you last night. Yeah, like yeah. It, you know, how do you? Yeah. Well, the thing was, yeah, with him saying that she's a strong one. I was like, I hadn't had sex at that point. <laughs> I was like, what does this? What's that mean? How do you be strong at it? Like, <laughs> yeah. is she lifting him up in the middle of sex? <laughs> yeah. Is oh no, that sounds is she, good. Is she doing one of those things where she's got a hammer and she's banging on a thing on the floor and it's hitting the bell up there? And he's like, <laughs> yes, you orgasm. That's how you orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> Anything off the top shelf. Well, hey, <laughs> boom. Hey, um, was it the girl who lived there with you or the guy? The guy. Yeah, right. Did you ask him then? So no. What does "you're a strong one" mean? Yeah. Do you no. still, can we call him now? No. <laughs> no. I was playing it cool. I was like, you know, oh, I heard you had a strong one last night. I have strong ones <laughs> yeah. all the time. You know, I'm, I have heaps of strong sex. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. How old were you when you had seven oh, sex for the first sex. time? Oh wow! Should we say that? Should we? Why not? I think I was like thirty-one. Yeah, how old am I now? How old was I six months ago? How old uh, you are now? Oh, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Minus last night. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I think I was 21. Okay. Yeah. What do you think? I was 16. Yeah, same. Looked, oh. looked really young. I looked, I was, it was gross. So, <laughs> yeah. how young so, I hang looked. On. You looked really young, so you were picked off a website yeah. by an old man? Or? Yeah, yeah. No, it was with my, my girlfriend, uh, Karen, who went on to be a Tony Bartuccio dancer. Oh, really? shout out to Karen. <laughs> and, um, now, Dave, yeah. when you said dancer, Dave's yeah, eyes lit up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the sex talk didn't enthrall him, but the dancing talk. Yeah. But it was awful. Yeah. It was a really awful... She was a weak one. <laughs> yeah, she was a weak one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It took us about three separate times before we would, like, you know, she would relax enough. Kind of thing. If that's, that's that makes you sound like a pretty <laughs> no, awful but, dude. But we wanted to have sex, but it was that thing of you know the first time. Just relax. You're yeah. in the bag. Deal with it. Just and I didn't want to just be one of those guys going there. Take it. And yeah. So it was like, all right, if we'll, we'll stop and we'll do other stuff. And then it was about three times. But yeah. Was it a situation where you were trying to trying to uh, trying to squeeze it in time wise before a dad came around to pick her up from your no, house? No, I, was, like I that? was allowed to stay at her house overnight. Oh wow! Yeah. At sixteen. At sixteen. Yeah. Some pretty trusting parents. She was an only child, and her parents were very much of like, we'd rather it happen under our roof than yeah. happen anywhere else. But I'd stayed there about four or five times before anything had happened. My parents had thought I'd already been having sex, and then yeah, they sat me down. I'm like, okay, when you have sex, make sure you're safe because my dad had a kid at sixteen, and right, oh. they didn't See, want. See, that, that blows my mind to think that you were sixteen. So. You were what in year ten, and your mum and dad were like, "Oh, he's you know he's got VCA in the next couple of years, but he's been banging away. That's all right, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That'd be good for your study." <laughs> yeah, I was I was in year eleven. Yeah, all right. So already doing VCA stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the, in, the com- in the common room is that where you lost it in the common room or no? Was it at in at the spare room and her house? We were right. allowed to sleep in the same bed. I had to go to my room and she had her own room. But then of course you. You retire to your quarters. Yeah, 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 classic. I had a girlfriend once where I brought her home and 
we were, I think, in the middle of Dave Cullen's phone call. So. <laughs> That's Karen now saying, yeah. don't lie. <laughs> no, I, I had my mum walk in on me because I've never really, you know, you, you don't, I don't like to talk about that stuff with my parents and whatever, but I think I brought my girlfriend You say home. that like that makes you an exceptional I know, person. I know. Call me a fruitcake, but yeah. I don't like talking about yeah. sex with my folks. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was in the middle of something in my bedroom and mum walked in to sort of go, oh, breakfast is ready. But she opened the door when we were in the middle of something and then went, oh, how do I, you know, I don't just freak out and then close the door, slam the door and go, oh, sorry. So she just tried to be cool with it and went, hey, guys, uh, oh, so, yeah, look, you know, plenty of cereal up there and there's <laughs> there's Because it looks like you're working up a hunger. Yeah, yeah. And, like, she's still saying this as I'm, like, looking at her with my eyes as wide as possible, her going, and there's, there's Nutri-Grain, <laughs> there's, there's fruit up there. And I'm like, Mom, are you for real? Are you still here? Why, why are you still here? Oh, okay. And then she just... Uh. Then she just left the house and left, like she, I think when I got up, she'd got in the car and just driven away. Yeah. That was it, so well, was, did she know that you were in there with somebody? Well, I was on top of someone. Yeah. yeah. But, but had she known that someone was there pre- yes, previously? Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Well, that's bad form, I think. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. To open a door. When yeah. You know look, someone I'm not. There. Yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever have sex in front of my mum again. Now. I think that's. <laughs> I think that we're going to ban her from watching that. When those things would happen when you're a kid and you'd just be like, oh, parents, they don't get it, they don't know, and then you get a bit older and you're like, no, they, they knew. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they knew. Why yeah. were they coming you, in in the first you place? You are evidence that they know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Dave, you got a cab over here and yeah. you uh, you had a weird thing happen where you left your phone charger in the cab. Yeah, look, my, my pocket is very shallow um, on my jumper, mm-hmm. on my sweater. So uh, the, uh, the thing popped out. As and then, <laughs> and then, th- ten minutes later, after you got here, there was a knock on the door, and the yeah. cab driver. About five minutes, yeah. The, the yeah. cabby was back, and you answered the door. I answered the door, and because I, I knew you'd left the charger in there, I saw it in his hand. And he goes, "Oh, a guy left this before who I dropped at this house," and I go, "Oh yeah, that's that's Dave's." I'll, I'll, and I went to like grab it from him, and he was like, wouldn't give it to me. He was like, "Nah, can you?" Can you go and go and get him? Like, oh, I wonder why. Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. So I turn up to the door, and he's going, "Oh, I've got your charge." And I'm going, "Oh, that's amazing." And I was thinking, I said, "I'll give him a few bucks for that, you know, just to to make it worth his time." And he goes, uh, "I went all the way back here, so I think you should pay me something." Yeah, he's oh, stri- he's straight oh, up just after cash. Yeah, yeah. Now that's an interesting thing because I think I do think that is deserving of. Of a, of a financial yeah. well, I, I reward. Would have, I would have had to have bought, bought a new one. And, yeah. Yeah. and he did go out of his way and use some of his time that he could have spent getting fares in the North Fitzroy region. Mm. Um, so, but uh, but I did I did think it was a bit kind of uh, cheeky of him to say it. So uh, then yeah. I turned to Tommy and I went, well, I was, I was about to say I should give you some money as a reward, but it's good that you have a mercenary attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and that went straight over his head. <laughs> did it, though? Do you reckon it did? Uh, do I don't know. It might have hit him later in the car. He would have Mate, yeah, he's okay. thinking about it now, and he's going to come back. It is a weird thing to say out loud, because it's like you know when you tip a waiter or whatever. I was about to say that, For yeah. him to say out loud, come back and go, well, I did bring you bread pretty quickly, so you do owe me another $3. I've had that happen in America. I went out for a meal with some people, and the waiter came back and was like, you didn't tip enough. you got to give me another 20 oh, bucks." really? And it was, it was like a big, expensive meal. And it was one of those things where I 
had not eaten much. Like I had, I think I met up with people, but I'd already eaten. So I just had like chips and a Coke and then everyone else was getting steaks. And then the bill comes and everyone's like, ah, so we'll just split this five ways. And I'm, I'm in way over my head financially already. And then he comes back for the extra tip and everyone's like, ah, so we'll just divide that another five ways. I'm like, Man, I've paid 60 bucks for chips. This is bullshit. Yeah, that sucks. You know, I get that because I'm a vegetarian and I don't drink. And sometimes I go uh, to a thing. For example, I went to a Bucks turn once and it was, I think it was like uh, heaps of meat, uh, all you can eat meat, and it was like all you can drink piss meat. <laughs> I think, I think uh, the skimpies were, were there. Uh, What's skimpies? Skim- oh, it's strippers. WA strippers. Yeah. yeah. Why is there a different word for them over there? Yeah, that's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. No idea, but th- that's what they call them out there in mining town land. And so it's like when you go to Sydney and you ask for a pint and they're like, I think you mean a schooner. <laughs> right, you right, go to right, WA, exactly. where are the strippers, mate? Yeah. <laughs> I think you mean yeah. the skimpies. What, what are they called, boobs over there? Then? <laughs> well, I, I, I just got back from Karatha where they had skimpy bars there and they had motorboats for $20. You could oh, get a motorboat for $20. Oh, that's what? hilarious. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 And then between. feel weird for the next half hour because everyone's looking at you going, that's the dude. Who got a, a twenty got a bucks? Twenty bucks for a motorboat. See, classic mining t- mining town oh, markup. Yeah. Here, your motorboats are three bucks. <laughs> over there, they've jacked them up to twenty. Wow! <laughs> I'm surprised they still got the same name for them over there, motorboats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprised it's not jet ski. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, so, so they're they're all going on like, oh yeah, everyone pays you know seventy bucks or whatever, and I'm like, look, hey, I don't, I'm a vegetarian, I don't eat meat. I don't drink and I don't get boners. <laughs> so one of those is a lot. <laughs> Looking at you, Tommy. <laughs> Looking at your shorts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're in. No, you're in bad upskirt position. I reckon you've got the you've got the least view of the upskirt of everyone here. Yeah. I reckon yeah. um, you, don't, you don't get so much nowadays as those little kind of like uh, little fabric shorts with the little. You know the vent, the, the little s- yeah. slit up the sides. <laughs> Ventilation. Yeah, they were a they were a staple in the early nineties, late eighties. I'm sure. I've got a pair of running shorts that I bought not knowing that this was a feature of them, but they've got the the Net- bu- the built in underpant the in the netted one. The little it's, mesh one. Yeah. yeah, it's not quite a net. It's more it's a more dense fabric, but it's. But Do you wear underpants with them as well? No, because it would be impot no. because it's like it's really kind of elastic, like. In around your bits, yeah. so to wear underpants in that would be impossible slash uncomfortable. You wear a posing pouch like an elephant one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I get this. I don't know if you guys get this, but I, like now I feel like this thing of it's coming to summer, so I've worn shorts, and everyone's remarking on it here. It's like that thing where it comes into summer, and people say to me, "Are oh, you wearing shorts? You never wear shorts." Oh, I can't imagine you wearing shorts because I've been wearing jeans for six, seven months. But and it's then only once because it comes to the end of summer, then it's like. Oh, you're going to wear jeans? I can't imagine you wearing... It's like, are we going to do this every six months? But I do that to you, but only because you are such a a noted um, short uh, critiquer, especially at gigs. Yeah. You have your little short rule. That's the only reason I bring it up to you. I'm not sure about wearing shorts on stage. No. You shouldn't be. Really really not sure. You should be really unsure about it. it. I, I don't think you should dress too down or too up, actually, either. I don't think you should, you know... Tuxedo James Bond style. I think yeah, people, yeah. you know, I, I fa- definitely think you should do that. You do, <laughs> yeah. 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 Actually, incongruity is good. I mean, if you're mm. a big hairy guy wearing a tuxedo, is quite funny. But yeah. um, the thing is, when you're too much of a penguin, I think it's hard to kind of be chilled and relaxed and stuff. So, yeah. And I found it like just with dressing at gigs, you don't want to be the worst dressed person in the room or the best dressed. I think that's why you shouldn't dress too often. I think if you're on stage, you want to be the best dressed. If it's a show and people have paid yeah. 30 bucks, I think they want the person on stage to be better dressed yeah. than them. 
but I think I think girls girls like that. I think to I'm not being um, yeah just to divide the genders probably. I think men don't like it. They're like, who's this guy? Like, why are you so good? You know, yeah, with your fancy clothes. <laughs> so what what you have to do is you have to kind of go stealth over the guys' heads yeah. and wear really nice clothes that women will register as really nice, but the guys won't know are really nice. Yeah, so like a, a a shirt and jacket top, yeah. and then those three quarter length pants <laughs> down the bottom with the little yeah. with the, the little cable tie. Yeah, yeah, the little capris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 and you can just Okanui's and a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we're just going to take a quick break now uh, to throw to a new new regular segment. Yeah, new, new regular, what, cereal? Cereal, we'll yeah, cereal? we'll call it a cereal. Yeah. Um, th- th- referring back to something that came up on the show a few weeks ago, uh, a little a little character, um, yeah, yeah. A new, uh, a, a, one of your new many aliases, yes. let's say that. One of the 50 names we have between us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, something that's happened. I think maybe people are going to enjoy it. I think, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so if you if you don't know the context, this is this doesn't make sense. Go back and listen to the uh, Anne Edmonds uh, Adam Rosenbach's episode for a few yeah. weeks ago for context. Yeah. And and see a little bit of uh, actoring. Yeah. A little bit of pretending. Professional pretending. Yeah. All right. Let's take let's it away. Let's have a listen. Dad here and I'm here to say I'm just riding around in a bad dad way Gotta watch a kid, a cat and a dog Now see me be right in your catalog Yeah Word to your mother Cause I'm Rad Dad He's the raddest dad in town Rad Dad Wow, nice house. Thanks for inviting me around, Jenny. No problem. Thanks for coming over and being friends with me, TV and radio's Dave Callan. And cinema and the printed media. But Jenny, where's your parents? Well, Rad Dad's out skateboarding for the afternoon. He won't be home for ages. Oh, hey, you want to sneak into his room and see his real big fish CD collection? Not really. Uh, it's in his bedroom. Let's just go have a look. Huh. This, this door's a bit stuck. I'll just, hang on, I'll just force it open. Ah! Whoops, sorry girls Rad Dad, put your pants back on What are you doing to yourself down there? I thought you were out skateboarding Well, I guess I am gleaming my cube Oh, Rad Dad (laughs) I was masturbating Rad Dad is filmed in front of a live studio audience well, there you have it. Well, that was that, wasn't it? Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. We all had a fun time with that. Yeah, well, let, let us know if you, you like that. Yeah. yeah, and we'll hopefully have more of that in the future. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, uh, what about this? Let's talk about this quickly, because this kind of ties into we were talking about uh, European things with Amsterdam. We were talking about housemates. My housemate uh, finds out today if he's gotten a new job. He went in yesterday, and he thinks he's, he thinks he's a good chance of getting it. He got recommended uh, to a friend of a friend to go and interview for this job. Um, and the job is there is a, a movie filming in Mount Eliza for the next uh, two months, which is like a, what is it, like a couple of hours drive out of the Melbourne yeah, CBD? Sure. Yep. And so he has applied for a job as a driver for one of the people in the movie who is, I don't know if you guys are going to know this guy, Vincent Castle. Yeah. Who is like a well-known, like in France, he's like really famous and he's in all the Oceans movies. He's like the French guy yeah. in oh. the uh, Oceans movies and he was in uh, Trance that was out recently. He's in uh, Black Swan. So my housemate might be driving around this like 40-something year old French dude, Sweet. like this famous French actor. Like four hours a day if he's staying in Melbourne. 
Yeah, like driving him yeah. to Mount Eliza every day to set, then, um, to do the film, and then like picking him up, and, mm. and then if he wants to go out and cruise do, down mate, Chapel Street, do a podcast, do a maybe. podcast. Well, that's why I bring it up <laughs> <Yeah>. because. <laughs> I want to incorporate this into a new segment that I'm hoping to bring into the show called Castle Watch. So <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm obsessed with the idea of if my housemate has gotten this job of getting Castle on, somehow tricking Vincent Castle into being on this podcast. In Adelaide, he's known as Vincent Castle, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and in Perth, he's known as Vincent <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Vincent Motorboat. <laughs> that would be a great name, Vincent Motorboat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is good. There's an illustrator called Tony Millionaire, which I think is yeah. maybe the perfect name. Yeah, Tony Millionaire Tony is great. Million- Tony's a pretty cool name. Millionaire's a great name. Yeah. Um, but talking about um, Perth... I did my show. I did a solo show in Perth last week. Thanks uh, for all the friends of the show in Perth that came out to it and brought their friends along. It was a, it was a great, um, great time had by all. I, I had a lot of fun. People yelled shit at me and I yelled back at them. It was, uh, I had time to do jokes as well. But enough about what happened on the street. Uh, I'm an idiot. In but that enough story. about you and your mum. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my mum, she is a strong one. So um, I did. Jesus Christ! I did this show, and um, it was, it was. Um, I didn't, I didn't give myself enough time to, to sort of. I didn't get there early enough to really be in control. And I was, you know, I'm learning my hour of, of stand up again all in a row. I didn't have a lot of time. I was doing that all day. I was walking around trying to learn that. Then I, I sort of got dropped off a little bit late to the show so I'm trying to set up and I didn't have anyone to do the door I didn't have anyone to do the sound I didn't have um, everything sorted so anyway and to be fair you've never done this show before and you've never run a gig before in your life so I can see how these sort of details <laughs> got away from I just ran out you. of time is, I think is the important part of that story <laughs> too, too busy driving a carafa to get yeah. $20 motorboats <laughs> there wasn't enough skimpies there at the hotel to help me out so so um, anyway I walk out on stage the show starts and I walk out and go, hey, everyone, um, what have you done with my microphone? (laughs) And they go, and the crowd goes, what? I'm like, this isn't, look, serious question, have you stolen the microphone? There's no microphone there. And they're like, they're like, what? And a really loud voice goes, no. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) Check one, one, two, one, two. Um, no, and they're like, and I'm like, this isn't part of the show. Has anyone taken the mic? Is this a funny joke? You know, I know like our, our fans are like... So far, yes, it is a funny joke. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying it. Our, our, you know, the people who listen to our podcast, I think they're more liable to come up and punch you in the guts than say, hey, great job. Like, Thieves, common, common criminals, yeah, yeah. the people who the listen to the show. The worst people in society. Yeah. That's, that's the people who are listening right now. Um, that's why we're doing our live gig in a month live from Pentridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, that would be good if we had metal detectors on the way into our gigs. That would be good. So, <laughs> so they're, they're like, we don't know what's going on. I'm like, I'm trying to argue with the crowd. And they're like, we don't know. Is this, is this your first joke? Because this is not great. And I, then I go, oh, they, they've, because I've paid for this gig. I've paid for the venue. And they've set up the lighting and everything. But they just haven't put a mic. And I'm like, is this for real? And I go, sorry, but I have to just do something for a second. I go backstage. Just three people backstage. I'm like... Is this seriously no fucking microphone out there <laughs> or stand? And they go, oh, did you want one? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I did want one. That's the point of, that. like, you run this gig, because there was a gig going on after you my diva. gig. Yeah, because they'd asked for me to finish early because they needed 40 minutes of um, setup time. And, that's, and I'm like, oh, well, 
what, 10 minutes of that was putting a microphone on the stage? No, they build the mic from scratch. They yeah. come in with all the elements and they assemble yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, but I'm, I'm out there on stage just going, I cannot believe this is happening. And, and the crowd are just genuinely bewildered into like, is this, is this a joke or why, why, is he, why is he starting like this or why have we paid money to watch this? I just love that your first instinct is that someone in the crowd has yeah. stolen it as yeah. a joke. Like the idea of someone sitting in a crowd, getting up on the stage and just pinching the mic and going, nah, this will be great. Yeah, yeah. This is a fucking great one, trust but, me. But I also thought it was really funny because it's like, you know, if you're doing crowd work so like in Melbourne and you tend to sort of dismiss people that are living in... Um, um, further away towns and stuff like that. So if you, you know, I've seen this joke done before where you go, oh, where are you from? Where are you from? And someone will say, Perth. And they'll say, oh, welcome to electricity. Well, I didn't know that that was actually real. <laughs> 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 this is called a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's for real. That's an actual real thing. Oh, he means the talky stick. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I honestly, that would have been my first impression too, that someone had stolen I would have thought that because there's no way... Possibly, you would think the audi- the the venue wouldn't have one for you. Yeah, it's not yeah. in that room. It's quite a long room as well. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing an hour of riddles like you do. You'd yeah. need, yeah, <laughs> you need a mic. <laughs> and it would be a good practical joke. It's like when you kind of you turn the t- chairs around on the teacher. Oh like yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I'd like someone to do that at a gig. Turn the chairs around before the MC comes out. Yeah. That would be spectacular. That would be so good. You could do that at Spleen. That'd be yeah. Good. yeah. Wouldn't yeah. that be good to just, yeah, for, to walk out as an MC on stage and all the chairs are smashed through the windows and the lights are thrown out <clears> and <throat> you get stabbed in the guts. What a great prank that would be. <laughs> sounds like a gig in Calgary. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get on that? That sounds yeah. good. Uh, so yeah. how, like, where did the, like, how is the, yeah, because how is the microphone somewhere in the vet, like, how did you end up getting it? Where did, when they gave you the mic, where did it come it from? It came from backstage, where they right. were like, oh, we were saving that for the, like, the proper comedy show. Because <laughs> I know that room, and they have their, because they share it with a bunch of other, like, there's a magician who does a show there, and an impro night as well, but they've all got their own separate cables and stuff, instead of just sharing the one. Every time I go to that gig, they've gone, oh, they're fucking, they've stolen our cables. Right. Oh, and they've got to try and find, because I play guitar, so they've got to try and find stuff to have me be amplified. Yeah, yeah. I like at the start when you just said that you came out and you went, where's my microphone? <laughs> As if you're some kind of like Kyle Sanderlands, like you bring your own micro, your yeah. gold-plated microphone yeah. that you bring with you to all gigs. Yeah. That is something I would like to start, having my own special stand-up microphone that I come out on stage, I'm like oh. third on the bill, I pull the cord out of the mic that's there and plug my own one in. No, you know what I want to do now? I'll come out and do that same setup. I'll come out and go, where's my microphone? Then one will descend from the ceiling WWF style. Yes. I'll grab it and then go, let's get ready to riddle. <laughs> oh, please. Show title. Yeah. So from those uh, aus- auspicious, is that a word? <laughs> That's a word. I don't Beginnings. know if it's the right word. That is a word. It's the opposite <laughs> yeah. of what you needed. But just, anyway. just came into my head and I thought I'm going to give this a crack. Uh, how, did, how did the rest of the Go. Yeah, it was really good. It was good. There was good, good people over there. Once there was, you solved the amplification problem. I think I only got into, say, three arguments with people in the crowd, so that was, that was good. There was one woman who yelled out very early in the show, you are just very rude. <laughs> <laughs> like, did she mean like rude as in uh, rude to people or rude about Rude to subjects? people. Rude to people. Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're not used to that over there in yeah. cosy old W. Over in Wimbledon over there, yeah. Um, to be fair, I reckon you've softened up the story a bit. Knowing you, you would have come out. Your first line would have been, "Where the fuck's me cunt of a microphone?" Yeah, and then you refuse to motorboat people for twenty bucks. 
<laughs> no, I, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, haggling the cost of a motorboat. <laughs> yeah, everyone knows there's twenty in these pads, mate. No, 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 ten, mate. Ten's all I've got. Look, ten is all I've got in my pocket. Right, you motorboat one of them. The other thing in that Caratha pub I should talk about is that they. Oh, also, can I just get oh, to yeah, the end sorry. of this bit is where um, the the, po- the woman who was arguing there was an Irish woman that was yelling at me, going, "Oh, oh you're just very rude. You're very rude." And I'm like, "They are." I don't even remember. I don't even remember what I'd said. Like, I, I probably was, but I don't remember what I'd said. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> it was like four days ago. <laughs> you just go into a trance-like state of But it was abuse. like that thing of, you know, when you start talking to the crowd and you're asking questions and you want to... Like, I was a bit nervous. I was a bit uh, anxious about it going well and someone's saying something. You want to riff off the back of it. And I think I was making jokes off the back of someone saying something instead of saying the real answer. And this Irish woman was going... Oh, so rude, making jokes instead of answering questions at this awesome Q&A that I've turned up to. No, no it's, a, it's a comedy show. And then she kept sort of having a go at me and whatever, and she'd say you something. You look like Tony Jones after 10 years of hangovers. <laughs> <laughs> so she was having a go, and then she'd say something, and, and someone would laugh, and she'd go, there you go, I'm funnier than you. I'm like, oh, well, all right, hang on. And, oh, um, yeah, the fuck. Yeah, it was it was all a bit weird, and then something happened where um, it got onto the subject of of um, oh, I had a I had a joke that ended in someone's head being chopped off or something, and then <laughs> and then they said oh no, the, I have a joke where I talk about a, uh, uh, the joke is I, I look at a mannequin and I you know I compare the mannequin to uh, uh, the idea of um, looking at a mannequin, seeing what it's dressed as, and going oh my girlfriend would look like that if I bought that new outfit and chopped her head off. Because, you know, you see those mannequins with their heads chopped off. good joke. Yeah, awesome joke. Got a good response here. So, um, (laughs) paraphrased it. Um, So then, a friend of the show, someone that listens to the show was there. And I said that joke and then she goes, well, why don't you just marry her then? Yes. Given, you know, calling back to what we talked about on the show. And I'm like, just to be clear, that joke makes, that comment makes no sense. What, if I chop my girlfriend's head off... I have permission to marry her. Is that no, no? It's the other way logic? around. Once in once in Perth, once you're married, you have the right legally. You have the right, right. to chop off their okay. head. Yeah, right. you can't be tried for it. So yeah, bar, that, so that's correct. Dave, you spent a lot of time in Perth. One hundred percent. Yeah, you've left a. You've got a. You a skip, trail of headless ex-wives yeah. left. You in You can Perth. totally skimpy their head off. That's that's. I'm using that word right, yeah. aren't I? Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. get a motorboat to, to do it for you. <laughs> Run over her with a motorboat. So, Bobby from Home and Away style. Yeah. <laughs> so I said that. I said, so is that what the logic that's happening there? I can I can chop my girlfriend's head off if I get married to her. Is that the logic? And then the Irish woman piped up and went, "Oh yeah, you're a fucking idiot." And I went. <laughs> And I went, you know what, if you can chop your girlfriend's head off if you get married, I think I might propose to that Irish woman up the back. <laughs> <laughs> so t- I think she was probably right in saying I was a little bit rude. Yeah, maybe, but. yeah. I like, yeah, she said that you were rude before you said you were going to cut her head off. Yeah. <laughs> so she really hasn't left much in the tank, has she? Yeah. yeah. She's got nowhere left to go. Yeah. yeah. But Karatha. Oh, I, we'll see how this goes. I think the moment's passed. But not only do they have motorboats in that bar, they've also got shots. You can have a tequila shot and the shot glass is down her bra she balances herself on two bar stools and puts a lemon in her belly button and salt on her thighs and it's 30 bucks and a guy got that when i was there and watched it and it was the most awkward thing i've ever seen because at the start he's all full of bravado going oh this would be great and then he's realized oh i look like a dick in front of (laughs) everyone now and yeah but he did that horrible thing and trying to get the shot glass out was down at top 
with his hands. He was very handsy with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That, that, that's that's funny to pull up someone for doing that. It's like, oh, you're a bit handsy pulling the drink out of down my dress where I keep it <laughs> and charge you to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so they're the yeah. classy places I go with my cake show. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny because for yeah. people that don't know, Josh tours with a show about Women's Weekly birthday cakes and you're going to the... The Mines of Karath. Yeah. <laughs> it was me and Asha Trelevin on a little tour, and we both walked in. Now, Asha dresses very dandy-like, and he was wearing his hat and his suit, and then me walking in there going, oh, and everyone just looked at us like, you're not from here, are you? You should have got that woman from the bar to be in your show, and like, you sure. eat a cake from in between. <laughs> Get her to jump bread. out of a cake first. <laughs> she jumps out of a cake, and she's yeah. also got a cake down her yeah. top, a cupcake down her top. That would yeah. be good, a stripper that jumps out of a cake and then eats the cake. <laughs> And leaves no evidence. <laughs> um, Dave Callan, this is what I want to ask. Guys. Now, you're, you are the, um, I'm going to say you're the king of Facebook. You're, you're very, flu- uh, what is it? I was going to say fluent in Facebook. That's probably the wrong word. You're very, um, free- you're a frequent Facebook updater and very funny. Um, oh, thank you. There's, there was That's something- called procrastinating. <laughs> <laughs> There's a thing that you put on the other day, which I, I thought is one of those things where it's like half joke, half for real, I think. And you said um, that the, the, there's like a, a problem you have where you don't want to have a, a big media profile, but you, unless you do that, how do you get on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. Now, yeah. I took that as a joke and for real. Would that be right? <laughs> yeah, no, it's a joke and for real, yeah. 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 You're quite right, yeah. Because yeah. just to give a bit of uh, backstory, you the first time you were on here a couple of years ago, uh, we we just done a gig with you and you were doing – you did a dance at the end and since then you've you've built you've, – you've, you're now doing a whole show about dancing, a whole festival show. Is that correct? Yeah. That's yeah, right, so, yeah, so I feel like we – last time we talked to you was sort of the beginnings of that. Yeah. And now when you just – Back when you were just some loser who could only do one dance yeah. on stage, yeah. and now you've got bloody 70 of them. I do have 70. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are all of them? The Batusi? Is there more than, apart from that? That's the only uh, one I know. Don't do that one. Um, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, it's a combination of all the, the major dance crazes, like the hustle and all those ones from throughout time. And then it's also recreating bits of movies where they dance, like. Uh, you know, oh, do you do singing in the rain where you'd go up the wall? Yeah, no, I don't do that one. Oh. <laughs> Spin around a light oh, post. Awesome. Make him laugh by Donald O'Connor. Yeah, I started trying to learn that one, and then wow. um, my back didn't work for oh. it. <laughs> do uh, any so. Busby Berkeley kind of choreography with all the ladies falling in the pool? Um, I'm doing a sequel, and I'm going to have a camera on the roof, so I'm going to be able to do some of that stuff. And I'm also going to have GoPros on my head. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do I like, can't tell if this is a joke. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's, it's going to be for real. And the GoPros, I'm going to put them on the heads of audience members for the first half of the show, and then I'm going to put them on my own. Head and there's like you know from um, staying alive when the man and the woman hold hands and spin around each other and you see like the alternative yeah. shots yeah. of their faces. Or is this going to be like when DVDs were kind of new and DVDs were obsessed with having the multi-angle feature, yeah. like with concerts where you could just there were like twenty different views you could mm. switch between. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. It's going to be a bit like that. So um, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna spin around to some song from. The from the Bee Gees probably and then just show reverse shots of our heads like all looking at each other and but stuff. But I would say your profile is higher than all of the contestants on Dancing yeah, with yeah, Stars. Yeah, oh, exactly. really? What? Oh. Yeah. Well, I, I know, know you more than I know Cosentino. I know you me just, more than I know Cosentino. You, you just knew his name. Yeah, yeah. but I know Dave's there are, there I are plenty his surname too. Because it's like male models. I saw a bit of it the other day, there's twin male models and I'm like, I don't know, who, who are they? Like, who knows models? Who knows yeah. male models? Your yeah, flatmate right, in Ballarat. Yeah. 
But I, I almost <laughs> think... <laughs> Your flatmate in Ballarat. He's watching going, no. I, I almost think, though, that maybe you now being into dancing would probably disqualify you from... from oh, okay. I reckon your celebrity status is high enough to be on the show, but I reckon your your dancing credentials are too well, high. They, because have... they want to see people... The celebrities are meant to sort of be a bit... Sh- potentially be a bit shit, aren't yeah. they? Like, they're meant to be learning. You, you know too much, man. But I think, you know... I don't think the average member of the public would be aware of that. So maybe to them, it's just a big hairy guy they've never seen before, who they they understand as a co- comic from the the introduction, and it's only I can I can throw half a shape uh, properly and it, with a bit of training, throw the shapes properly. So oh, you've I, got to get this going. Funny, yeah. I would love yeah. that. Would be have so you tried? good. You have you actually tried at all? Um, uh, Fiona Lachlan said, um, "Oh, she'd send an email, but um." For whatever reason, I haven't heard back, and and so I think maybe the way to proceed is to invite them to the dancing the show, festival show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go, Look, this is what I've been working on, and uh, you know, I'm not a great dancer, but uh, I am somebody who will nail, who will drill something over and over until I can nail it. Yeah. So I, I would be in there two hours early in this dance studio, and I would just statal stumps until I got each thing perfect. Yeah. Because I think there's a real funny incongruity there w- with somebody who. Looks like me being able to nail something properly. Yeah. So um, I'd be willing to, to, to do a lot of work. I would love to watch that. Yeah. We've got to get Daniel that McPherson's a big listener of the show, so I think <laughs> probably not. No, that's insane that you haven't actually tried properly to get on it. That would that would be like because I don't think that's a big advantage that you're already dancing because they have like pop singers and stuff on there. It's like that's what they do. They do that in film clips and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, that's automatically a, a head start over getting Michael Slater on there or whatever they well, do. Well, they had Ada Nicodemu on it. She won it one year, oh, and yeah. in Heartbreak High, her character was a dancer, so oh. Oh. she would have had to have had dance lessons yeah. to. I feel the same way about how I did my festival show last year at the Melbourne Sports and Aquatic Centre and then didn't get asked to be on Celebrity Splash. That's bullshit. Oh, that is bullshit. Season two, maybe. Yeah, season two. two, It's coming back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I want to talk about this quickly. Uh, Now, are you guys all familiar with the dating app Tinder? Are you? You showed me the other night. Yeah. A grinder for heterosexual. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, Is that the actual rule? Is it? Is it? You, that can't be the rule because that, that means it's like no, 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 no gays allowed. No, it's. I mean, it, you can search for whoever you want, but it's. Right. But Grinder is Grinder's exclusively on Tinder. Yeah, you sure can. Oh, good. Uh, so I. What does your girlfriend have to say about? Well, this is this is what I'm getting to because it. So basically, for people who don't know, it links in with your Facebook and it brings up a, a profile, just a their profile picture that they choose, and you kind of say yay or nay to people, and if you both say yes to each other, then you can connect, right? And so two of my girlfriend's friends were around here on Saturday, and they're both single and they're both on it, and uh, my girlfriend was very interested in the kind of guys that came up, and so. She downloaded it just to have a look, and then she said to me, you get it as well because I want to see what kind of girls are on there. So I got on it, and I'm, I'm just flicking through and saying no to everyone just to get a new, a new one to come up. Oh, and I will say this. This is one that I found that I was uh, very much enchanted by, uh, keeping in mind that you choose... You choose the picture that you want on there, right? So you choose one picture of yourself that people are going to randomly stumble across that you think best represents you. So this is a girl that I found on there. Now, Carl, do you want to describe what's happening in that profile what? picture that she's chosen of herself? Or maybe this will be better if Dave talks us through it, I reckon. Yeah. So it's, it, from what I can tell, what? <laughs> <laughs> at first, because there's two figures in the shot, and at first I thought it was like um, a woman leaning against the wall about to have a bit of a spew. Yeah. 
but I'm not sure how to describe this. It's Monique, she's 21. Um, <laughs> she's got one shared friend, which I want to talk to you about in a second. <laughs> um, but uh, she appears to be... You can't see her head for a start, because the person in the foreground is covering up her head, leaning against yeah. the yeah. wall. Now that she's sitting on the floor, her legs are spread apart, and the figure in the foreground has his hand between her legs. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and you said she's got one shared friend. She's yeah. also got eight shared interests, which oh. I imagine one of the shared interests Tommy has is a man having his arm in between his groin. Yeah, and uh, getting fingered in a nightclub. Those, yeah. are, those are two of them, yeah. <laughs> That's two of them, yeah. right. Yeah, so I, I love it because... Um, it, but that, that, that's not random. She's chosen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's put that out. You've I've already shown you yeah. how much. And when, yeah. when you say she, I'm hearing the quotation marks around that because I reckon that is definitely a dude just put that profile together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I reckon that that smells of fake profile to see what kind of losers respond. That, smells of something. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but uh, but yeah. So I I was sort of going through just kind of you know just putting everyone in the no category because I just wanted to see who came up next meanwhile though my girlfriend is sort of saying yes to some people just to see what happens oh she started her own account yeah she's mm, so right. she's on hers and i'm on mine we're all just sitting around the table just on tinder and she within minutes is getting messages from guys mm. and like and and straight away like guys hitting her up going hey what about a threesome with me and my girlfriend and hey want to see my dick just straight up like instantly and then I go, ah, oh, well, fucking two can play at that game. So I'm just going yes to everyone. And I'm yet to get a single fucking match. I have not gotten a ma- one match at all, which is... Jack. No, poor little Jack. But it's, it's yeah, so, so like, now I'm quite bitter about it because it was just all night. I would just, like, when I was just, like, walking to the bathroom or whatever, I would, like, just get on it and just quickly just yes to everyone just to try and anything, just anything from anyone, no matches, and then I'm all bitter about it. And, like, two days later I said to my girlfriend, uh, how's your bloody precious Tinder going? And she goes, oh, I had to delete it because I was just getting too many messages. Yeah. And I'm still, I'm still now, I just want one, just one why match on there. Why don't you go on Grinder then? Maybe it's, <laughs> maybe it's just the, the guy thing. Maybe they're not as fussy. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this, though, it has given me a much... Deeper appreciation for my girlfriend and our relationship. I've yeah. been, I've, you know, I think like to think I treat her pretty well, but I've been making an effort to treat her a bit better because I've realised <laughs> the grass on the other side is fucking brown and chewed up. And there's, if this relationship ends, there's nothing else out there for yeah. me. I'm going to die alone. And so a threesome. That's a she turned down a threesome. Mm. That's not cheating because the two cancel each other out. Yeah. So it's nothing, nothing is that there. a rule? Oh, I didn't just know. made it up then, but yeah. it's a rule. It's now on podcast. It's to be fair, though, my profile picture is me in a nightclub. My head is obscured by a woman, and <laughs> I'm just jerking off. So that could have something to do with it. But, but yeah, a valuable lesson there learned about um about yeah. competitiveness. But my question is, why are you you're in a relationship? So why were you both going on Tinder anyway? I think she just wanted to see how it worked because her friends were like there talking about it going oh this guy hit me up and yeah 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 Yeah. so she wanted to investigate the process to understand how what they're going through yeah just to sort of see just because she's hearing a lot about it don't mate don't you be (laughs) like that to me if anyone's got to be worried about their partner straying from 
lack of activity. I think it should be you, my friend. Oh, oh yeah, gee, Tommy, I just wonder what this dating website is. I yeah. wonder how that works because oh. it, it must be a tough thing to figure oh, out. Carl, do you know of any? Do you know of any apps out there where you can find men that want to propose after after they've been with their girlfriend? Hey, for... the cliche with me, at least she's trying to commit. Yours is going. Oh, I wonder. Oh, I wonder what this app means where you meet heaps of new guys. Works. I wonder how that works. God, this is this is devastating. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's 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 crushed me. It's really it's really because you get on there and you go, man, I don't give a fuck. I'm just on here for a laugh, and then yeah. and then it it cuts it cuts pretty deep. I think it is pretty much set up um, for girls much more than guys because guys are. You know, guys are idiots. Guys, yeah. of course, are going to go. Oh, yeah, can I root? Oh, well, who are you? Can I root you? Oh, whereas <laughs> girls aren't probably going to do that. It'll go the way of chat roulette. Just lots of cocks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. chat roulette. There's a blast from yeah. the past. You, you don't even hear about that anymore. That was meant to be huge, and then yeah, all that. Even Snapchat. Is Snapchat Snap- over already? I think Snapchat's kind of over. Is it? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Are you on Snapchat, Dave? I like Snapchat a lot. Do you? you guys aren't there. We should all... I'm not. I, I'm not. I was, but I just kind of didn't... Like, people would just send you a photo of a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. And, and then on top, it's like, you better hurry. You've only got 10 minutes to look at this photo of a sandwich. Yeah. It's like, why is there a timer on this? I've actually taken Facebook and Twitter off my phone as well. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. Why? It's just... I was wasting too much time, and yeah, right. I've got a wife and child who I should look at in the eye when I speak to them. <laughs> That's why. Looking people in the eye when you speak to them, that is so old school. Yeah. <laughs> That's so 2007. It's the original Facebook. Well, yeah. I've yeah. not been on public transport yet, and that's what's going to kill me, I oh, reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah, yeah. You're going to have to kind of look out the window and stuff. What they do in Perth is that, to save time, instead of wasting all your time with a microphone, they just get rid of it out of the venue, so <laughs> you're not buggerizing around with that. I've just say that thing of I think I've talked about this before on the show but seeing someone on public transport who's not on their phone or reading a book or listening to something they're just staring and yeah, you go yeah. what is and I like I I always used to kind of think like with going to jail I was kind of like used to think I wouldn't be too bad with that <laughs> because I you know you see in the movies people like in their cell getting buff and I'm like oh, I'd yeah, be good yeah. for that it'd just be you'd have time to you know read a lot but then I was in the toilet the other day without a book or my phone or anything and it felt like I was in solitary confinement yeah. and hmm. the five minutes I was in there I went a little bit fucking crazy and I now I'm much more law abiding <laughs> buying a you, ticket on the once train once you got parole from the dunny you were right but yeah <laughs> once I posted bail if you know what I mean yeah <laughs> uh, well, guys, I think that's just about all the time we have for this week on the Little Dum Dum Club. Josh Earl, Dave Callan, thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, mate. Have you guys got things coming up that you'd like to let the listeners know about? Um, four boners. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just brought down the tone. Um, I'm going to be standing out the front of uh, your house, motorboating people for 20 bucks. <laughs> people listen to this straight away, yeah. <laughs> Hope you got your charger for your motorboater. Oh. Uh, Oh, damn it. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> uh, Josh? I've got nothing coming up. I've got the festival coming up, but that's ages and ages away. Club at gmail.com if you would like to get in touch. We've still got a smattering of T-shirts left, is that? Yeah, I think we've mostly just got larges in grey and navy now. Cool. Yeah. We've too many left, and they come with the free badges, so um, get into that. And once we're sold out of them, I reckon, given all the talk they get on this show, a special line of Little Dum Dum Club brand shorts... <laughs> should be our next thing that we work on. Should we get... Yeah, maybe we should get... Uh, I mean, it's, it's taken long enough to get all this merch out of my living room. Yeah. 
Um, but just refill really it immediately. Yeah. I mean, we should get something else. What's, yeah. what's merch? What's something that we should get? Email us and let us yeah. know what you would buy, what you would, what you want us to make. Sure. And we'll have a go at it. Guys, thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mates. Mates. <laughs>